This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. It can be tough when we are learning new jazz language, new jazz standards to retain all the information that we're learning. I mean, there's so much out there that we're learning. We're learning licks, we're learning jazz standards, we're learning melodies, we're learning chord changes to multiple different things. And eventually we could possibly forget all of those things and it'll feel like a lot of hard work has been wasted. But we don't want any of that to happen. So what are some of the best practices that we can put into place in order to retain the information that we are learning so that we can get out there and play the best music we possibly can. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about in today's episode. Three different practice habits that I want you to adopt in order to be able to retain information better. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Thank you so much for being here. Really excited uh, to teach you a little bit today and hopefully make your jazz playing even better. Like I said in the intro, we are talking about practice habits for retaining the information that you learn. So much information that you're learning, whether it be jazz standards, solos, licks, exercises, you name it. We need to learn all of this stuff, and hopefully we want some of this stuff to come out in our actual playing. And this was a question that came up recently in my live Q&A within my Inner Circle membership. We do a live Q&A every, every single month. And someone asked this question, and I answered on the live Q&A, and I thought I'd really love to share this on the podcast too, because this is really important information. Anyone who's been following me for any period of time knows that like I really preach practice habits and great practicing and what and how you practice is pretty much the key to excelling as a jazz musician, not necessarily the next jazz theory trick or hack or any of those things. It's really about how you implement and learn the material out there. So I'm going to be giving you three different practice habits to work with that if you start implementing these today in your practicing, in your jazz playing, I know that it's going to have a big impact on helping you retain information. Now, before I jump into the content, just want to say that today's episode is sponsored by my very own LGS Inner Circle membership. In case you're not familiar with the LGS Inner Circle, it is monthly jazz standard studies. It is access to all of my courses, all of my practice programs. It's access to Basics 101 courses, access to a monthly live Q&A, like I just mentioned, as well as a really, really awesome, vibrant community of musicians, like-minded, mus- like-minded musicians, just like you, playing all sorts of different instruments, living all across the world. It's really an exciting place to be. So if you're interested in checking that out, seeing if it's a good fit for you to take your jazz playing to the next level, check out ljsinnercircle.com, ljsinnercircle.com. Go ahead, read through the material, see if it's fit for you. And if it is, don't wait one more second, sign up and join us as a member. All right, let's jump right in to today's content. 
So let's go over these three practice habits for better retention of musical material that we're going to learn. Now, I'm about to go into the very first habit, and I know that you're possibly thinking right now, you know, Brent's probably just going to say repetition, right? Like, just repeat things over and over and over again. And while that is definitely uh, an important thing to do, the first practice habit that I want to introduce to you is a cousin of it, and that is consistency, being consistent with the material that you are learning. Now, repetition, of course, is repeating something over and over and over again, but consistency is really repeating things over and over again, but showing up over a long period of time. And so when it comes to, for example, learning a jazz standard and actually remembering it, you could really work on it very hard for even a month, right? And lots of repetition, repeating it over and over again. But if you don't really visit that jazz standard for months and months on end after that, you are eventually going to not know it as well. Like you're going to forget parts of it. It goes the same with any material you might be learning, whether it's a solo or a lick or a musical idea or a composition that you've written yourself. If you don't show up consistently to revisit that material, you're more likely to forget it. Now, of course, as you learn more and more and more material, it's not realistic to actually consistently work on all that material all the time. There's just not enough hours in a day. However, we can still revisit these things over time. And so when we start learning something, to learn something well, yes, repetition is part of the formula. In order to learn something in the first place, repetition is going to be very important. But that consistency is going to aid the retention. And you may find over time that there are certain things that you studied that you want to hold on a little tighter than other things. And that's completely okay. So whatever those are for you, whether it be a particular jazz standard you like to learn, and maybe there's another one that, you know, you learned some good lessons from it, but it's not your favorite jazz standard. Maybe you you actually have the opportunity to go to live jam sessions and things like this, but you don't hear it called very often. It could be okay to you know not visit that one as often, but visit the other ones that are more active quite more frequently. And this can be something for if you have a lick that you like a lot and you want to really integrate that into your playing, well, revisiting that lick time and time again can be very helpful. So the first practice habit is consistency. Use repetition in the beginning and then use consistency over time in order to retain that material better. All right, practice habit number two. Now, this one is really important, and that is not overloading yourself with information, not overloading yourself with material to learn. Now, I mean this both in the immediate and in the regular routine of what you're working on. So, for example, It's not really helpful for you if you're trying to learn a new jazz standard to at the same time be learning a ton of new musical information, such as an entire new jazz solo, such as a new lick in all 12 keys, such as another additional jazz standard on top of that, right? Essentially, you're spreading yourself too thin. You're just not going to be able to retain all that information. It's much better to simplify things, to really focus on one or two things at a time that you believe are going to be effective in your jazz playing. Now, this might look a little different for different kinds of people. For example, if you're the kind of person that has lots of time to work on your instrument, to study jazz, then working on several things at once may not be the worst thing simply because you have lots of hours to spread that over. But if you're someone who has limited practice time, like myself, or for many of the listeners of this podcast, 
then you definitely really want to be strict about how many things you're learning at the same time. Now, this is why I have things like in my LGS Inner Circle membership, we have the Jazz Standards Club, which is one study of a jazz standard every single month. Now, while you can participate in different courses and different things that are going on in my membership, some people just don't have time to go fully on in depth and they opt to just study one jazz standard a month. Now, that can be something that's really helpful. And of course, you can do this on your own as well, but that can be helpful to just break things down and really limit the amount of things you're working on. Because at the end of the day, if you focus on one jazz standard for an entire month, and of course, learn some other things that have to do with that jazz standard, perhaps an etude, perhaps some licks that you've learned from a jazz musician you've been studying a recording of, then you're going to retain that much more. And when all the material you're working on has to do with that one piece of material, then it really just brings things full circle, You know, puts all the puzzle pieces together, and you're not stretching yourself thin with tons of other concepts and trying to implement some melodic minor theory idea and trying to, you know, learn, you know, your scales and your instrument and trying to do ear training and trying to do, you know, you see the point I'm trying to make here, like it just gets too overwhelming. Not only are you going to burn out if you continue on like that, but you're just going to get confused. You're not going to be able to retain the material as well. So that is practice habit number two. Do not overload yourself with too much material. Limit it to a, a, a limited number of things that you believe will have a high impact in your jazz playing. Now, practice habit number three is one that might sound a little bit counterintuitive if you are trying to become a great jazz musician. If you're trying to get better, like the idea is usually the more we practice, the better that we'll get. And while there is some truth in that, there's also some fallacies. And when it comes to retaining information, I think that over-practicing can be detrimental. So the third practice habit is to take breaks. So taking breaks is super important to retaining information. Now, this could look a couple different ways here. This could be taking a break as in if you have a lot of time to practice on your hands and you're the kind of person that you know will practice for three hours in a day, You know, maybe breaking up your practice session a little bit and taking breaks in between so that you're doing an hour here and an hour there, that can be helpful. And that is part of what I'm talking about here that is going to be helpful. But I'm really talking more so about taking longer extended breaks than that. I mean like a day or two uh, or two days off, three days, even a week or two. And back in episode 181, I did a cleverly titled episode called I'm Taking a Break from Jazz. And in the episode, if you go back in your feed after listening to this episode, you'll hear it starts out with waves crashing on the shore. And at the time when I was recording that podcast, I was about to go on a vacation with my wife to visit her family in Greece. And you know, typically when we're in Greece, you lay on the beach a little bit. I mean, it's a great time. And so I kind of was mimicking what I would be feeling on the time that that episode was published. And uh, in that episode, I do talk a lot about how when we're doing too much, it's sometimes best to take a step back. And then when we come back from whatever we were doing, that break that we're taking, to go back to the material that we were working on, somehow our brain has subconsciously processed all of this information and we're able to see it in a different light. 
I, maybe you've experienced this before where, you know, you really, really were practicing something for a long time because you really wanted to get it and you're working at it every day and you're thinking to yourself, I'll put in an extra hour here and half an hour there or, you know, just a lot of effort to try to get something down, to play over a jazz standard, to do really anything. And you end up feeling like your brain is just getting crowded full of information and you're not really able to take a step back and look at things um, from a you know, wider perspective. You're really in the mess of it. And this actually isn't helpful for our brain. It really makes our brain not able to work through things that we're learning. But when we take a break two or three days, maybe four days, and again, like I said, one or two weeks I mean, great things can actually happen with that where, you know, you worked a lot really hard on something and when you come back, it just feels fresh. It just feels easier and you can recall things actually much better. Now, I'm not saying that every single time you spend a lot of time working on something that you should take a two-week break, but you can use your own discretion like what's good for you. For example, I'm going to go on a vacation very soon. I've been working pretty hard throughout the year. I need time for my brain to relax and rejuvenate. And no, I won't be touching my instrument. No, I won't be working any of those things because we just need that as human beings. Our brains need that to process information. So while it might seem like a strange practice habit because essentially it's not practicing, it will help you when it comes to retaining the information that you're actually learning. So practice habit number three is to integrate breaks in your practicing for better retention. So let's go ahead and uh, do a quick review, quick summary of these three practice habits. So practice habit number one is consistency. Consistency. So over a period of time, keep revisiting musical information that you actually want to retain. And again, this is a cousin to repetition. Repetition is especially important when you're just learning a new piece of material in order for you to get it, to get it in your head in the immediate term. But consistency is revisiting that time after time after time over an extended period of time. The second practice habit is not overloading yourself. So really try to focus on two things or maybe three if you have a little extra time or if you really don't have a lot of time at all, just focus on one thing. The less we focus on, the more we can focus on that one thing more intently and better. And then we're going to retain that information better because we're learning it better because we're not being convoluted with all this other information. And finally, practice habit number three, take breaks, take regular breaks so that you can process the information you're learning. This is what's worked for me. And I think that some of these things will work for you as well. So the call to action today is I want you to look at your practice habits now. What do they look like? What do they look like? And how can you adjust your practice habits given the ones that I just talked about today? Now, maybe you're not entirely convinced with some of these, but what I would encourage you to do is the ones that you aren't convinced about, give them a try and see how they work. For example, you may have a limiting belief that you have to practice five, 10 hours a week or more to to really get better at playing jazz. Or maybe you don't even have anything near that time, but you believe that you have to be spending all of your extra time if you want to get better. And the truth of the matter is all of these practice habits that I shared with you sort of tend to the other side of that. Like they tend to, you know, say, you know, you don't need to practice that much. You just need to be really practicing the stuff that you want to do and you want to remember really intently and really focused. So 
Go ahead and try at least one of these and see how it works for you. And maybe if you're just not really sure the stuff that you really want to retain and you think you need to retain everything, pick the things that are most important to you to retain and spend a little bit of time this week identifying what those are. And I do believe that if you implement some of these, they will pay dividends in your jazz playing over time. All right, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate you. Hope that uh, this helps you. Hope that this helps you with your practicing. And I hope that you start taking action. I hope that you start seeing results. Now, like I said at the beginning of the show, our sponsor is our very own LGS Inner Circle membership. And, you know, our membership can really help you with some of these things, really just focusing on the things that you need to be working on, the right things that are going to help you move the needle in your jazz playing. And like I said, you know, depending on how much time you have, you could just simply work on our jazz standards study a month in our jazz standards club. Or if you want to get involved in a in-depth practice program, like my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course, you can do that too. Either way, they're all focused practice sessions that don't have you doing too much stuff at once that really focus in and give you some structure. So if that sounds like something that could be helpful for you, go to lgsinnercircle.com and hope to see you as a member over there. Now, as always, we're going to be coming out with new podcast episodes, so make sure you're subscribed, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, subscribe to the show. Uh, Share this episode with a friend if you think that it will be helpful to someone you know, and I look forward to seeing you back in the next episode. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.